it's time for the best month of the year. It's NCAA Tournament March Madness time, and we are breaking down the 2021 NCAA Tournament region by region, one episode at a time. So for this upcoming episode, we got the West region on Two Brothers and a Mic. Welcome to another episode of Two Brothers and a Mic. This is the NCAA March Madness Tournament special where we are breaking down each region one by one, giving our highlights and predictions with each region being an actual episode. So this episode is about the West region. And so, Nathan, I kind of want to attack this tournament special on our podcast by really just highlighting specific games that you are excited about, maybe specific matchups. And of course, I want to get your prediction of who gets out of the region. So that's kind of how I want to approach each of these regions in the NCAA tournament. With that being said, let's go ahead and talk about the West region. I didn't get an introduction, by the way, but it's okay. <laughs> People know I'm here. It's fine. <laughs> As far as like a game that I'm really looking forward, obviously all the eight nine seeds are going to be good tight games. But as far as like a sleeper upset, who may not be a sleeper at this point because people have been picking this, but I feel like I picked it as soon as as soon as it was announced. We were watching it, and I immediately said, "Watch out for Ohio." Virginia's had struggles with COVID. They're not going to be there. I think you're the one who said they're not going to be there until the day of the day before uh, the day before, and that's big. That's huge. And they have a possibility of being switched with Louisville, you know, if they can't even do it. So, I mean, that's just – that's crazy scenario in itself. Um, the ma- and the matchup you're talking about is the 13th seed Ohio versus the 4th seed Virginia. That's who you're referring to here, yeah. this first-round matchup. And let's also just add that Virginia has a history of getting upset we in the first round. <laughs> the UMBC game, we all know. But they also then went and won the whole darn tournament. So, you know, they are defending champs, technically, with an asterisk. But they're still really good. Uh, The other game, I think, is the play-in game against USC. Could be really interesting. I feel like those games are always kind of trap games because the team has a game under their belt. They're a little more confident. They can maybe go into that a little bit more ready than USC just getting in there trying to get their first win. And the play-in game that you're referring to is Wichita State versus Drake, which is an 11 seed playing game. Winner of that playing game on Thursday will play the 6 seed USC. So I just wanted to just make sure I clarify that's what you're talking about. Yeah, could be interesting. I think either one of those teams could upset USC. In my bracket, I do have USC winning, but it could be a fun game. I mean, we it wasn't that long ago when VCU beat Purdue in that same exact spot. So you just never know with those teams. Uh, but as far as who I have it making out of that side, I have... Iowa and a lot of people are really high on Gonzaga and I just can't because of the conference that they're in they have a lot of easy games and it's hard for me I'm just maybe it's a little bit of Big Ten bias too but I just think playing better competition all year round is going to get you more prepared for this tournament so I'm uh I'm taking Iowa in in that side yeah uh, the Big Ten is just it's gonna be so hard to beat them dude I mean, that's the one conference, obviously, you and I are most familiar with because we watch the most of those games being Purdue fans. But this bracket, to me, has got Big Ten power written on it, man. We're looking at some of these matchups and breaking down the regions, but specifically in this West region, yes, you have Iowa 
as the only Big Ten team actually in this region and obviously one of the powerhouses of the Big Ten Conference this year. Kind of agree with you with Gonzaga. I'm not as high on them. Now, granted, they are undefeated. They have a chance to do something really special and have a perfect season. But there are just some games where I feel like there were close games and they shouldn't have been close. You know, you go to the tournament and you lay a bad half. I mean, it it's could gonna, be it for you. It's just it's going to be a grind. So I'm kind of with you on that. However, <laughs> um, I do have Gonzaga saying all that getting out of the West region. But before we close it there, I need to say this is the region I have a Cinderella story on my bracket. And my Cinderella story is Ohio. I did pick Ohio to beat Virginia in that 13-4 matchup in the first round. Then I had them beating Creighton in the second round to get to the Sweet 16, then to play in Zaga. So it's just a feeling. They got good guard play. I think they have a pretty balanced scoring. I was looking at their stats the other night during Selection Sunday. I like Ohio kind of making the run. That's kind of my Cinderella story into the Sweet 16, if you can call that Cinderella. That, that, that defines a Cinderella story, right? Yeah, I think so. So 13, getting all the way to, to the Sweet 16 to play Gonzaga. I think Iowa's got a pretty pretty nice road. I think that second round game against potentially Oregon could be a good one. But again, I have Iowa playing Gonzaga in the Elite Eight with Gonzaga coming out on top to get to the Final Four out of the West region. Yeah, and that's I think that's the reason why I think I like Iowa. It's because I actually think the opposite. I think Iowa has a they're going to have to battle. They're going to have to battle against Oregon. That's not going to be easy. And then I have them playing Kansas, which is not going to be easy, as opposed to Gonzaga, who has Oklahoma, which I think might be their toughest game. That might be their toughest game. And then Creighton, I have. So, I don't know. No, I would agree. I think you're right. Gonzaga, compared to Iowa, probably has an easier road to the Final Four of the region. But Kansas just had a COVID outbreak before they can leave. So, you wonder how that's going to... Don't know exactly who that was, but it's in isolation. Probably won't be able to play. At least for uh, the... But they will, they might be able to play that game. That's true, because it's seven days. Because, you know, we're just going to be a few weeks out if they play at Iowa. So, yeah, I have Iowa-Kansas as well. I think that's going to be a battle, but, yeah, we got Iowa coming out on top on that one. All right, that's our analysis on the West region. I got Gonzaga getting to the Final Four, and Nathan has Iowa getting to the Final Four out of the West region. We appreciate you listening to the Two Brothers and a Mike podcast. Make sure you keep it locked and check our other episodes in this NCAA tournament special where we are breaking down each region. Appreciate you all so much. You're listening to Two Brothers and a Mic.